0: Today on the School of Podcasting, we're going to be playing with the new toy from Focusrite called the Vocaster. You're listening to it right now. I'm fresh back from PodFest, and I heard some things that, uh, yeah, you and I need to talk about to make sure that you get the correct information, and I'm going to talk about the true price of getting COVID, because, well, a week later, and I'm still testing positive. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting Sense 2005. I'm your award-winning Hall of Fame podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, this is where I help you plan, launch, grow, and monetize your podcast. My website is schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, when you sign up for either a monthly or yearly subscription, and you can join worry-free knowing there is a 30-day money-back guarantee. And yes, you heard it correct. I have COVID-19. I tested positive last Monday after feeling like I'd been hit by a truck on Sunday. It was not a lot of fun. And so I wanted to... Kind of give you some insights that you kind of go, oh, yeah, hmm. And that is I, I get home. I really thought I just had the flu because I felt exactly as bad when I was at Podcast Movement Evolutions, got home and was like, yeah, you got the flu. And so I got home. I was like, hey, guess what? You have COVID. And I was like, eh. and so there are a couple things that I wanted to just share. And some of this is kind of duh, but nonetheless, We all kind of do this. And number one is how did I get sick? Well, I've been, you know, I've been vaxxed all that whole nine yards. I was not wearing a mask, but my fellow employee, Elsie Escobar was. And well, guess what? She got it too. In fact, I know 12 people that got COVID at these events. And that has nothing to do with the event, right? It was really left up to you. We had, I think, different lanyards if you wanted a fist bump or whatever. But here's the thing. And I just went, oh, that's why I got sick. And that is, I had to get up, I believe, at 3 in the morning to catch a plane. And I flew directly to Orlando from Cleveland. I get off the plane. I run through, after running through the, the airport. And now I'm running through the hotel and trying to figure out where everything is and unpacking. And you finally see some friends. And lo and behold, you start talking. And the next thing you know, you go to bed and you go, oh, wow. Because uh, the next day I have to get up and work. I work for Libsyn, it's short for Liberated Syndication, and I ended up with four hours sleep the first night, and you guessed it, four hours sleep the second night. So I'm depriving my body of sleep, which is huge. That is like, with a capital H, huge. And so I then starved myself, not because I couldn't find food, there was food there, but I was okay, and I think I got some water, And but again, I'm putting on tons more activity than I normally do because my house is not a giant hotel. So just getting to where the booth is and things like that. In this case, I was teaching the first day of the basic track there. Lots of activity. So let's uh, let's do a quick scoreboard here. I've deprived myself of sleep. I've deprived myself of food, and I've increased my activity. And that's where you kind of go, oh. Yeah, I think I see now why I got sick. And so I point this out not to encourage you to be a party pooper, because there's definitely time to network. And I know the third night I'd gone out for a Libsyn dinner and I told myself, when you get out of the dinner, go home, go right to bed. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. And I literally was in eye shot of the hotel, and I heard a friend say, hey, Dave, a bunch of us over here at this table, and yeah, another night of no sleep. So I say this because we all kind of like, well, I'll sleep when I'm dead, right? We all know that attitude, and it is a a once-in-a-lifetime thing. You're only at this event, whatever event it was. In this case, it was PodFest, and I miss my friends. I want to see my friends, and I, I totally get that, and that's why I did it, and I'm just here to tell you that the other side of this is All the stuff you do to do your podcast, you can't really do because on one hand, you want to get well like yesterday. And I'm here to tell you, when I first got home, I all I did was sleep. My body was like, hey, you know, you've kind of ignored me forever, so I'm just going to go to sleep now whether you want me to or not. And so it's a fairly big price that you pay later and any momentum that you had going on projects, brr, if you're a person like me, I'm an army of one. And so keep that in mind that as much as you go, I ah, just stay up. It's only a couple hours. Well, that couple hours here and a couple hours there has resulted in me losing a week, really, because I was surprised on the one day I have an aura ring. It's this little health device that tracks my uh my breathing it it tracks my temperature it tracks all sorts of stuff and every day gives me this thing called a readiness score normally i'm somewhere around 85 and on sunday i was 32 right when i was still in florida i'm now up to like a 73 so i'm still not back i just tested i'm still positive it's been a week later and i'm just here to say that a when you start doing the whole i'll you know, sleep when I'm dead kind of thing and ah, I'll eat later and you forget to drink a bunch of water. You are really setting yourself up to being sick. And I'm here to tell you in, especially if you're like me, we are all not working in the normal workplaces. So depending on if you have any children, you probably haven't been sick in a while because you haven't been around anybody. And when you get sick, you go, Oh, I totally forgot. This really sucks. So if you're going out and about Just be safe. Take care of yourself. Don't forget to eat. Don't forget to sleep. Don't forget to drink water. Wear a mask if that's what you want to do. And for me, I actually bought vitamins the night before the event because that, for me, wasn't worth it. It wasn't enough to save me because I was doing other stupid things. But it's one of those things I just want to point out that if you find yourself feeling like Superman, and I'm just going to You know, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Yeah, really not a great attitude in the long run because you end up losing a ton of momentum later. It's always interesting when you are around a bunch of podcasters, like I was in Florida, to hear in some cases things that you thought had been proven to be not, oh, true, still being kind of regurgitated. And so I want to make sure that, hey, if if people are going to be saying this, I want to make sure that you're not one of the people that is spewing this information that's not true. Now, if you listen to Ask the Podcast Coach this week, I also mentioned it on that show, and for that I say I apologize for the rerun. But the first one is that if you – put three episodes in your show when you launch and someone subscribes to your show, you get three downloads. That is entirely false. And if you don't believe me, go to Apple, subscribe to a show, a brand new show and see how many downloads you have of that show. And you will see where it is the last one. And then if you want the other two, you have to go, Oh, I want that one and I want that one, but it does not automatically download all the episodes. And yet I heard someone say, Hey, if you launch with five episodes and five people download your, or five people subscribe to your show, you get 25 downloads. And I was like, Nope, you get five. So I just say that because I realize you may be looking for someone to help with your podcast. And if they say that to you, They've just revealed to you that uh, they may not know as much as they think they do. And again, I'm trying to sound, not sound so much like a get off my lawn, but uh, it drives me nuts when I hear people say things that I go, hmm, because we can prove that one wrong in less than 20 seconds. Just give me your phone, subscribe, there it is, there's one. The other one has to do with the website listennotes.com, and I I have no ill will against listen notes the only thing that i kind of go ugh here's a stat that we're all going to try to somehow get to the top focus on your audience not on some website but i heard someone say oh i'm in the top 2% they didn't say of where but i knew where they meant because hey you ready for this i'm in the top 1% of listen notes now before that that is uh you'll see here in a second when you kind of quote this hmm trying to be kind here but that's not really a great stat according to their website these stats are based on firsthand knowledge which means information from the listen notes website and then they also mention third party data which would be the back end of apple basically And so now we're talking ratings and reviews, which is another thing that we said for months. Ratings and reviews, while they are social proof, do not help you in the rankings at Apple. We said that for months. And finally, Apple came out because people just kept repeating it. Hey, please rate us and review us. It helps us get found. No, it doesn't. And so finally, Apple came out and said, yeah, no, it doesn't. So thank you, Apple, for that. And so what I'm pointing out here is that... Yes, you are the top 1% or 2% or whatever it is. But from what I can tell, that is just mainly of listen notes. And I kind of checked. I don't see a listen notes app. So I looked at my stats. I don't see a listen notes stat because it's going to come across as a website. And they do have some data on their website. I'm just here to say, if you have a cross between person A and person B and person B, sounds impressive because they're in the top 2%. You might want to ask them of what, and if they say listen notes, mm, yeah, mmm, um, mmm, yeah. I'm going to go with thumper on this one. If you can't say anything nice at all, uh, don't say anything. So with that, I say moving on. I wanted to share something else that you're going to run into in the future. And I realized when I'm at these events that many of us are introverts. The great thing about being an introvert and why I think we're drawn to podcasting is podcasting is a great way to meet lots of people without actually meeting lots of people. And so, I have mentioned on this show in the past, nobody believes me, but I'm actually kind of a shy person and I can definitely say this is true. I was at an event once when I was married and somebody had come up and I, she, my wife at the time had been following me around, as you might imagine, and people would come up and say nice things and I would deflect and make a joke or whatever. I remember one guy came up and he said, Hey, wow, I really love your show. You're so funny. And I said, well, looks aren't everything. And the, the guy, you know, we kind of continued the conversation and the guy walks away. And she looked at me and she goes, would you just say thank you? Like you, she goes, you are horrible at accepting compliments. And so when you get negative feedback, the first thing you want to look at is, does this person have a point? And in this case, yeah, she was 100% spot on. And it's something that I still struggle with. And At PodFest, I got a lot of time to practice at this, and I want to say thank you to everyone who came up and said nice things about myself and the show, and it gave me, like I said, it gave me lots of practice because I I am not as good as I want to be at this. So I wanted to explain this because, number one, you might be thinking, ah, it's never going to happen. yeah, it's going to happen to you. You're going to meet a listener somewhere, and... I I had to put myself in a different set of shoes. So for me, I thought about my kind of childhood heroes. Maybe if I got to meet David Lee Roth, for example, David Lee Roth was the man when I was growing up, I would be like, holy cow, it's David Lee Roth, because that guy got me through junior high and I would want him to know how much I really appreciated all the stuff he did in Van Halen. And, if Dave just said, hey, man, it's cool, I, I would want him to really get. No, no, you don't understand. When you said, don't let it get to your head, man, because life's a bitch anyways, ain't it? And if you go, that sounds a lot like Binky from Binky and the Wiz. Yes, David Lee. if you take David Lee Roth and make him more hoarse, yeah, there's a, a voice I do called Binky and the Wiz. For those of you that are, are new and you're like, what is a Binky and the Wiz? But I would go nuts if I met David Lee Roth or Ted Nugent, or insert many, many other guitar players. And so you have to put yourself in that. And that, in some cases, can even be hard to do because you're like, wait, but those people are celebrities. And what I'm about to say for some of you is going to go, no. And that is, yeah, at times you will be viewed as a celebrity. Again, a a big fish, maybe in a somewhat small pond, maybe not, maybe a large pond, But you're the host of the show. You're the person that is in their ears and they want to make sure you are aware of the impact that you have had. And so I looked into this because, again, I'm not very good at this. It makes me somewhat uncomfortable. If you ever see David Letterman, David Letterman has a hard time with this. Howard Stern would just start to gush at David Letterman. And David Letterman would go, oh, Howard, now hush. Now, oh, now... Ne-. And we've all been raised differently. We're all different. Some of us have no problem with this, and other of us don't. And that's really one of the things is why it's a weird, delicate balance, because I was brought up that the first will be last, right? You, you always put others first. And then other people are like, no, you got to get your own, you know, you got to... And, and so... For me, I always felt that if I actually started to accept a compliment, that I was just like one step away. It was just a slippery slope until I'm just an egomaniac. And that's not the case. And likewise, so it's this this weird kind of balance. So a couple of things I wanted to point out when I kind of did a quick little research on this. Number one, if somebody says, hey, man, I listened to that episode six, seven, eight, and that thing changed my life. That was an amazing episode. Don't correct them. Don't go. Really, six, seven, eight. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was okay. No, no. <laughs> Validate their feelings. I'm so glad you enjoyed that one. Thank you so much for listening. So never ever correct them. Don't deny it. Don't go. Ah, wasn't that good? Uh Kind of. Don't in any way downgrade it. So keep that in mind. Don't try to escape. And I realize that you might be a person that's like, no, Dave, you don't understand. I want to just jump under a table and army crawl my way out of this room when somebody comes up, because number one, I'm shy in the first place. And then this person comes up. I get that. But if you literally do a ninja trick and all of a sudden you were there and then you weren't, that might leave them feeling like they said something wrong. And so here they are. They get to meet somebody who they really, really connect with and now you ghosted them. So don't do that. Uh now on the other hand like I said, some of us are worried about sounding like an egomaniac when they say man that episode uh 1297 whatever was an amazing show don't go yeah it was really great. Now isn't it? Yeah, I don't that that may not come across as is right. And like I say don't downgrade. Don't go yeah it was all right. Just say thank you so much. And that's really what I researched this like, how do you handle compliments? Is what they're trying to do is make sure that you understand that you impacted them. And so, usually, what I do is say, Thank you very much. Thanks so much for listening. And some other things you can say, That means a lot to me. That's very nice of you to say. And so, I had someone come up and they're like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe, wow, your show's amazing. And I, again, I'm, I'm it's a weird, but it happens and it's going to happen to you. And I felt really uncomfortable, but I knew that all I have to say is thank you very much. So I looked at this person and I said, Hey, thank you so much. And they went, no, you don't get it. And that's when I was like, wait, what I, the manual right here says, all I have to do is say, thank you very much. And this is where it, they want your understanding of just how much you impacted them. And so don't just, it has to be sincere, I guess, in a a way to say, hey, thank you so much for for listening. I really appreciated that. Uh, And and so in this case, what I did, because in my head, I'm like, I don't know what to say here. And I said, thank you so much. That means a lot to me. And the person said, no, (laughs) you don't get it. And I was like, oh, so what I did was I put my hand on my heart and I said, wow, that means a a whole lot to me. That means really, wow, thank you so much. And it's very nice of you to say. So I I say this to you because it's going to happen. You're going to meet somebody who likes your show. Don't deny, don't downgrade it. And the other thing that I thought about it and I was really surprised because almost always this is my default thing. After you say thank you, after you let them know how nice it was of them to say this is you have a listener right in front of the, you. And I can't believe I didn't do it. I think because maybe because I was out of practice, I'm not used to having face-to-face meetups with people, but if you have someone, then ask them, why do you like the show? Because they just told you they like it. Now let's figure out why, what are you doing right that they can say, oh, I love the fact that I can't get this information anyplace else, or you're so funny, or I like the time, well, just and again, just listen. And then, this is the one I always mean to ask, and I was really surprised. I was like, oh yeah, I should have done this. And that is, is there anything you wish I didn't do on the show, or something I could do better? And the key here is, when you're done with that question, shut up and embrace the awkward silence. It feels like this. And then they'll go, no, no, everything's cool. And you're like, really? And then you just, and so use that as a way. We're always talking about, I wish I could survey my audience. Your audience is right in front of you. So don't deflect to this, accept the compliment. So keep that in mind too. Don't have somebody come up to you and say, hey, I really love your show. It is so great. Don't immediately go, hey, what can I do better? Accept the compliment. And then realize you do have a target listener there and connect with them. The other thing I got that this is something, again, I was horrible at that. I was like, ah. Oh. and this comes from the magicians, the illusionists, I guess we should call them, which is Penn and Teller in Las Vegas. They have a very, very popular show in Vegas. And when you're allowed to go to shows, you will see Penn and Teller at the end of the show in the lobby. And they will spend probably as much time in the lobby meeting and greeting people as they did on stage, entertaining them. Now, why do you want to meet and greet people? Because what do those people do? They're like, holy cow, I'm going to get a picture with Penn and Teller. And they are happy to do it. Because what what do those pictures end up? They end up on social media. So if you do meet some people that listen to your show, be sure to, if they don't suggest it, because they might feel again, you know, that I know that, you know, that I know that I might feel weird asking David Lee Roth, can I get a picture with you? And meanwhile, David Lee's probably like, I hope this guy takes a picture with me because I could use some exposure. Uh, That would be great. So uh, ask them if you can get a picture with them and then, or, or they'll take one or whatever, but it's a great way to get, your show when they say, Oh, I, I met Dave Jackson at the lobby of the hotel of the school of podcasting. Maybe they'll put a link to your show of nothing else. It is a way it's a, it's a seed of a connection. And I just wanted to share that because I came out of Florida now, granted the last day I didn't come out of my hotel room. Cause I felt so bad, but even when I was there, I, at the end of the night, I was like, Hmm, Could have done better with that. Mm, I got to get better at accepting compliments. Mm, I got to get, it was just something I just, you know, for me, my, if you're new to the show, my background's in teaching. And I was just like, yeah, I could be doing better here. I'm always looking for ways that I can do better. And this was one that I was like, I don't know if I'm rusty. I don't know what the deal is, but I'm not doing well at this. And so I was excited that I got a lot of practice and I can't wait for the next event, which will be podcast movement to try this again in the event it happens again. All right, I've been using the Focusrite. In my case, I have the Vocaster 2, and so this has two mic inputs to it. It also has an input for your phone, so if you want to plug your phone into it, with a it's TRR. There, there's another R in there, TRRS cable. So if you have somebody who's like, I don't have a computer. You can talk to them into the device and plug your phone in and be good to go. The the Vocaster 1 just has one input for you. So if you're a person that's like, look, I'm going to do a solo show and I might do some interviews on Squadcast, uh, you could do that and be ready to set up. The Vocaster 1 goes for $200.00 the Vocaster 2 goes for $300. So these are not entirely inexpensive. The Vocaster 2, the one that has two inputs, also has Bluetooth. So if you wanted to connect via a cable to your phone or you could Bluetooth, and then it has software that comes with it called the Vocaster Hub. And what this does is it makes it really easy to A, automatically set your gain. I think you can also do this without the software. You can automatically set your gain. There's a mute button, and then you can come in here. There's an enhance button. So right now I have it set to radio. I'm going to set it now to bright, and there might be a little difference there, maybe not quite as much uh, bottom end. Here is one for warm, which is a little more uh, mid-range there, and then one for clean, which is now my S's and T's. And you may or may not be able to hear those differences, but they're subtle, but they're there. And it just makes it super easy if you're a person that you basically plug in your microphones, you plug it into your computer, and you can record. And this is where I thought, I saw where they had this thing called Loopback. And Loopback makes it easy for you to record sounds off your computer. And I was always kind of like, eh, Do I need that? But what I really liked about it is once you install the software, when I'm looking at Hindenburg and I say, okay, I want to choose my microphone. And it says, oh, here's the Vocaster 2. And I can see that there are things like it's clearly labeled. Do you want the host microphone or the guest microphone? Because that's how they're labeled on the device. Or do you want Bluetooth? Do you want... It's just super easy to set that up so I could see where if I just wanted to have a mixdown of the show of like whatever I'm hearing, I want to record that. And so I could easily have my microphone on one track in Hindenburg. I could have my guest uh, track in Hindenburg. If I had any sounds from the computer, I could have those in another track and I could have a mix down of the whole thing all within Hindenburg, and if you're thinking, but Dave, I've heard your show. You always say you could record things twice, and this is where I say, if you're using something like Squadcast to do interviews, that would be recording one, and then you could record in Hindenburg or Audacity or whatever you want to do. That would be recording number two. Well, what if I'm not doing interviews, Dave? I'm doing a solo, and I buy the the solo version. Well, you could have the one going into your computer, and then they do have. On the back, they have stereo output jacks as well as a headphone jack. And here's another one where I was like, ooh, maybe this is geared more towards video people is both the one and two on the vocaster on the back have a jack that is made to go into your camera. So let's say you're doing some vlogging or whatever you want to call it, live streaming, and you've got an actual DSLR camera with an input jack, you could take the output of the vocaster and put it right into the camera. So now that whole, ah, my audio's out of sync with the camera and there's a delay and all that stuff, completely taken care of. And if you're like, okay, Dave, I've got a Shure SM7B, everyone together. Oh It's the Joe Rogan microphone. Yes, the Shure SM7B. You're listening to one right now, and I have no cloud lifter on this thing. It's got a ton of gain, and I almost think that the days of worrying about gain might be behind us. I guess let me shut up for a second. All right, this is always boring. This is why sometimes I hate gear reviews, but I'm going to shut up, and the next couple seconds is just going to be silence, so that's normal, so we can hear if there's any hiss, and the answer is no, but here it is. Yeah, wasn't that fun? I always love when we listen to nothing. Listen, it's silent. Yeah, it's totally silent. Wow, that's really good silence. Ooh, yeah. So there's that. And it's about the size of a checkbook, maybe smaller if you have the Vocaster one. It's made out of now mostly with, especially focus right stuff. Usually it's metal and it's built like a tank. This is based out of like really, it's plastic but i feel like if i drop this it's not going to shatter into a million pieces and it does have phantom power if you need that it's got a uh, the little lock thing you ever go to best buy and, you know they have things locked so you can't steal it you could do that which is great if you're using it at work it's a pretty amazing piece of technology as it always is with focus right always if somebody says look i just need an interface I'm not looking for a recorder and all that other. I just need really good audio into my computer. My answer is Focusrite. They make great stuff, and it's super easy to use. And like I say, they have this uh, tool that you can just press a button, and it will set the levels for you. You plug it into your computer, you install the software, and you're up and running. I'll have links out in the show notes. And the one thing I probably should have set up front but in theory, you probably know this because right now, as I record this in June of 2022, Focusrite is sponsoring this podcast. So for the record, just let, let you know that, uh, well, here, let me see if I can come up with something. I'll, I'll give you one thing here that I wish it did that it didn't. And it's not a huge deal. The way this works, you do have those two outputs. So if you have like powered monitors that you want to, you know, listen to the, the content in your your office, in your studio, that shares a volume knob with the headphone, your, your number one headphone output. And you can go into the software and mute the speakers, but if you don't have the software up and running, you don't, and so you have this weird thing where if you turn down the monitors, you're also turning down the headphone speakers, which... There is kind of a hack for this, by the way, you can put your headphones if you're flying solo into the guest headphone jack and turn that volume up as loud as you want. And then the host uh, volume acts as the volume knob for your uh, your monitors in your room. So that would be one thing if somebody said, well, okay, fine, Dave, prove you're not a shill. Tell me one thing that you wish they would improve. That would be one. I would go, yeah, it's not really that big a deal, but in the future I'd have a mute button for the monitors on the actual device. So again, I'll have links to everything out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash eight three zero. If you are a regular listener to the show, you know I always have that question of the month thing. And you might be going, hey, like, where are the answers that we submitted? Well, the last week of the month is normally when I play those. I was in Florida, and I had recorded that episode ahead of time. And being COVID-stricken, I didn't really have the strength to do that kind of show. That takes a lot of work. And just me and you kind of catching up on what's going on was how I went this week. But I will be having the question of the month. The plan is next week. I've also got uh, some interviews in the can that will be coming, but thank you so much for listening. I am getting there. It's just uh, getting rid of COVID is not as easy as it sounds. Uh, I know some people just kind of brush it off. And at least this time that is not the case, but I am feeling better. And my guess is probably by the end of this week, I'll be back up to normal or as normal as I can get and thanks so much for everyone who's been asking. Cause I announced this on Facebook and again, don't be Superman. It, it, it doesn't even have to be a podcast conference when you're going out there. I'm here to tell you, I social distance a heck of a lot more than I used to because you kind of go, Oh yeah. When you put your hand in that fire, it burns. And I'm here to tell you, yeah, uh, that COVID thing, it takes up a lot of your time when, when you're sick with it. So The good news is you can learn from me as your podcast guru, as your coach, as your mentor uh, via Zoom. Yeah, we do those Zoom meetings there at the School of Podcasting, and nobody at the School of Podcasting has uh, been infected by me because all of our meetings are on Zoom and a bunch of other apps that we use to communicate. And if you're looking to start your podcast in the right direction from someone who's number one on listen notes, I'm kidding, obviously. Uh, go over to school.podcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, when you sign up for either a monthly or yearly subscription. And until next week, take care. God bless. Class is dismissed. Oh, that feels so good.